Alchemy Radio, the home of the open mind. Thank you for tuning in and hopefully you enjoy the show and the variety of eye-opening guests we bring to you on a regular basis. As we've mentioned in previous weeks, we're about to undergo a number of exciting changes which we will be revealing very, very soon here at Alchemy, including increasing our output to air weekly. We're currently free, completely non-profit and available on demand from www.alchemyradio.net and iTunes and our listenership is increasing every day. However, as the show rapidly increases in popularity, so do costs, most specifically bandwidth, and it's becoming more and more expensive to prepare, produce and host the show. So, of course, your help is needed. We rely on donations to keep the show in its current free and advertising-free format and are very, very grateful for any help that you can offer. We put no fixed cost on your donations and every little helps. So the example I like to use is that if you could spare even the price of a cup of coffee every month, it would go a long, long way towards keeping us afloat. Our donate button is on the website and your support and assistance is hugely appreciated. Also check out our new Twitter account, www.twitter.com forward slash alchemy radio. Get following and interacting with us with all your feedback, guest suggestions and other input as well. So on to the show. British writer and researcher Chris Spivey first hit the headlines as a feature writer for the Sovereign Independent newspaper. He's a tattoo artist by trade and a body piercer and runs the massively popular www.chrisspivey.co.uk website where he examines the world around us in his own unique style with particular emphasis on Britain, the British political classes, the British royal family and the web that they tend to weave globally. He has much to say on a variety of topics, many of which we're going to touch today on the show chris spivey you're very welcome to alchemy radio how are you not too bad john not too bad at all you know uh, we could all complain couldn't we but uh, we don't like to and no one wants to hear it anyway so yeah not too bad all right good to hear it i'm really good yeah we have a rare sunny day here in ireland i'd say it's one of the last we'll have for probably the next six months so uh hopefully well, it, it, it's overcast you must have got yesterday john because it was that hot over here i, I thought i was gonna melt but it's all overcast here at the moment, so I think that that was the last day of the summer sort of thing. Let's start from the beginning, I suppose. Tell us a little bit about how you've got to the stage in your life that you're at now. Well, where did I start? Well, I'm, I'm a tattoo artist by trade, um, and I suppose really like most people, uh, what really caught my eye was 9-11. That didn't add up, did it? Mm. And... Um, um, you know, you, you sort of do a little bit of research and whatnot, and, and that leads you on to um, another direction. And before you know it, you're sort of immersed. And um, um, so but then I started writing for the Southern Independent. I don't know, are you Southern Ireland or Northern Ireland, John? Um, Southern Ireland based, uh, but very familiar with the so- uh, Sovereign Independent here, too. Southern, yeah, okay. Yeah. I started writing um, a few articles for them, and. Um, um, then, then someone picked up on, on what I was right about and whatnot, and uh, there was a bit of a, a computer-minded kind of chap and set me a website up, and then you know, sort of write for like 30, 40 people a day, sort of, um, uh, and and um, then an activist uh, contacted me from um, uh, that I can't remember where she lived, but but she was doing a lot of work over in Japan uh, on the Fukushima right thing over there. 
and um, this led to uh, a Japanese doctor contacting me about how bad things was over there and um, no, this was sort of like early last year and um, that, that sort of caught a, a, a bit of interest and um, then David Ike picked up on a, a few things that I was doing and he put a couple of my articles on his site and, and um, one sort of David endorses you. Um, you know, you, you, you sort of get a, a, a multitude of people all of a sudden and um, it sort of went from there. So I'm, I'm getting sort of like um, about half a million visitors a month now. So I must be doing something right. Well, yeah, that's a huge number. And the type of stuff you're writing about, Chris, is so varied and so broad. I mean, is there yeah. an area of special interest for you or something that's close to, to your heart, if that's the right term to use? Or is it literally that very early on you saw the bigger picture and were able to connect the dots? Well, uh, I've always been... Um, um, well, let's, let's rephrase that. I, I read somewhere that, um, you know, these kids who, who are sort of um, passed off as being naughty and, and hopeless cases and whatnot and thick and, and do you know, do you know how I'm in troublesome? Yeah. Um, half of the time, or most of the time, they've, um, it's, it's not that they're thick or, or, or it's, it's that they're bored and, and they're bored because they don't buy into the bullshit. Now, when I look back on it, when I was at school and whatnot, and I had no interest in school whatsoever, I didn't like the, um, the being forced to learn. Um, I don't think anybody, if someone's not interested in something, they're not going to learn no matter how, how much you sort of drum it into their heads. Yeah. Um, I mean, everything I, I sort of uh, learn and whatnot is, um, is what I learned myself after leaving school, do you know? Um, and and the, 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 these kids that they it's sort of brand as hopeless cases and troublemakers and whatnot it, is that they, they are the people who are um, more um, readily accepting of uh, what the majority of, of the world won't accept. I.e., we've all been sold a lie. Yeah. Do you know? So, um, so I've always been um, kind of not anti-authority, but. These people who, who say they're acting in your best interests, I never thought they was, you know, and it, it turns out that I was 100% right about that. And um, it, when, when I started getting into it, um, say post 9-11, um, it all made perfect sense to me. Uh, it makes a lot more sense than the so-called real world, John, you know? It really does. And I suppose post 9-11 then for you, it must have been like a huge shock to the system to discover that things weren't what they seemed. Or was it the case that it was, ah, suddenly things make sense for me and it kind of moved organically from there for you? The, 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 the latter, John, most definitely the latter. Um, I, I say, when, when I saw, you know, saw, um, first, first found out how the money system works and mm. whatnot and, and about fractional reserve banking uh, and all that, you know, it wasn't a great... Oh my God! You know, I know it's a bingo. Yeah, that, that makes sense. Mm. You know, and I say because I've always had this um, nagging sort of—I um, don't know how you'd explain it really. Just, um, just a feeling that things wasn't right. You know, that nothing was right. Nothing sort of made sense. And I say I started getting into it, and all of a sudden, everything made sense, John. You know? Yeah. And um, now. <laughs> I, I get frust not frustrated. I get annoyed with people, shall I say, um, because they can't see what is being done to them and and the danger that they they put people like myself in 
um, by, by failing to realise what, what to me is blatantly fucking obvious, do you know? And how do you approach that on a daily basis? Because I would imagine you're surrounded by family, friends and people who think that, oh, what Chris is doing is maybe a little bit crazy. It's certainly out there. It's not within our paradigm. And people quite often reject that. And cognitive dissonance is a big thing and a big source of frustration for those people who are moving along this path of authenticity. So how do you deal with those frustrations? Because there must be many, Chris. Well, uh, my, my, my family is quite well to do, um, John. My dad was an accountant and whatnot. You know, mm. I, I can't say that um, we ever struggled or anything like that. You know, when we was when we was kids, we was living in a shoebox in the middle of the road, kind of thing. That that, that never happened to me. Mm. You know, um, was always relatively relatively well off. So um, my my parents are, are totally totally. Um, brainwashed, you know. Okay. Um, they, they they love the Queen and whatnot and that. And um, recently, um, I've just been to Blackpool to speak at the uh, Rebellion Festival, and um, I had uh, my brother drive me up there. And it's, it's quite a, quite a drive. And until that point, my my mother and, and father hadn't they they knew that I was writing, but they didn't really realize what i was writing about okay. and, and and when 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 they found out about it they they, they wasn't best pleased you know but um we're not, we're not what you call a close family anyway but uh be, before that you know i i, I try to talk to my dad and every time i, I sort of talk to my dad i can be around my mom and dad's for like 15 minutes and, and it'll just dissolve into an argument you know mm. um so so in, in the end i don't bother other people, well, even before I was writing for the Sovereign Independent, I was quite um, um, open about my views, shall we say. And if if you're sure of your subject, uh, John, um, when someone tries to um, uh, refute what you say, you can make mincemeat of them. Yeah. And uh, this happened a couple of times sort of on Facebook and, and whatnot. After that, no one would challenge me sort of thing, do you know? Mm. I mean, I've always had a, a fair number of followers because um, um, my Facebook was originally set up not so much for socialising, more for uh, my business as a tattooist, you know, to show my work off and whatnot. Sure. So there's always been a fair number of people on there anyway. And um, for one reason or another, people who are a little wary of tattooists, I think, anyway. Um, so, you know, I, I never really got much, um, um, shall we say, uh, descent anyway do you know right fair and enough to, and to be honest i mean I, I know some people suffer terribly from trolling and whatnot you know and um to the point of, of like they, they jack it in you know i don't get any of that well that's got to be a good thing and i think sometimes when there is uh when there is more than just a seed of truth in what people are talking about yes there will be dissenters but the vast majority of people tend to stay silent if they're positive about a subject, in my experience. So you might get one or two voices on any given day, month, year, or whatever it is, who are dissenting. But there tends to be multiples of that who are actually reading what you're doing. And the figures you have at the moment are testament to that, who, who, who are giving the, their stamp of approval, albeit tacitly or silently, to the work that you're doing. 
They are. I, I, I've announced the security services monitoring me during <laughs> one or the other. They, they seem to take great interest in what I do. Um, yeah, the, the, the thing with, with, with trolls, I say, because when I write, I, I, don't, I don't ask people to just take my word for it. Everything is sourced. And what I try and do, I try and source everything from the uh, MSN, you know, yeah. because people put a great store. You know, if, if it's in the news, then, then it must be true, no matter how much uh, uh, bullshit they're, they're talking, you know. Mm. Now, to, to take something uh, out of the MSN and, and, and sort of turn, turn it around is not always easy because uh, how the MSN work is like, they, you know, that they'd stick to one thing and, and, and keep it at that. But when you put two or three MSN articles together, they tell a whole different story to um, what just the one article does, do you know? And and so what I do, I tend to source everything from the MSN, so <laughs> because people put store by it, uh, but but use three or four articles on the same subject all at once, mm. um, uh, which, which then sort of gives a different picture, um, do you know? Uh, so when people do troll me, what 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 I tend to get is, is uh, you're you're a mad boy. You don't know what you're fucking talking about, like. But they won't tell me why I don't know what I'm talking about. Do you know? Yes, yes. Uh, if if someone's um called call, calls me a bastard or anchor or whatever, that that's fine. It's walk off a duck's back to me, mate. Uh, I've been called a lot worse. If if they're half polite. I, I will talk to them, and um, I've said to I take um, this Woolwich, did this, uh, you know, the, the soldier that was supposedly beheaded, but he wasn't. Mm. Now, um, that that is quite um, a, a difficult subject to write about, in so much that I'm calling a dead person or a dead person's family liars. Do you know? Yeah. And um, so that that can sort of um, uh, outrage a lot of people, shall we say. Mm. Um, so I, I just say to them, I say, well, look, you know, you, you, you've got my article there. Read my article. Then refute what I say, offering, you, you know, count, counter evidence to prove that um, what, what I'm saying is, is lies, like, you know, wrong. And not one person has ever come back to me. Um, to, to refute what I say on, on Boston or uh, the Woolwich incident, um, which I've obviously written extensively about. Um, you, you, you know, so I say, if, if someone just calls me a fucking old wanker and I don't know what I'm talking about, if the comments don't even make it through moderation anyway. But if someone's got a valid point um, uh, 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 and calls me a wanker, it will get published. But... Apart from that, I, say, I don't get any real problem with trolls at all, John. Good stuff. And now you've mentioned a couple of things there, Woolwich and Boston being two of them. Let's talk about Britain in a broader sense, because it's not a topic that we've touched on in any great detail on this show today. We speak quite a lot in global terms and about the US and stuff, and quite often about Ireland as well. But um, Britain is a good place to start, I think, for us. So... What is the state of Britain as you see it right now? And let, let's tie Woolwich into this. Uh, for those who aren't familiar with Woolwich, it's the recent incident. It happened during the summer whereby a soldier was beheaded and we can use our inverted commas wherever we want to use them. But uh, let, let's kind of touch on that, Chris. Well, well if, if, if we talk about Woolwich, okay, we, we talk about, I mean, straight away, um, John, I, I knew it, it, it wasn't kosher, shall we say, because... Um, 
Now, then, normally I, I sleep in the day because I tend to write at the night time when it's quiet or whatnot, you know, and I, I can get more done. Um, but but so, um, on the, um, the 22nd, it was the 22nd, wasn't it, when it happened? 22nd of May. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I, I was thinking like Boston was the 15th of, of March and, and Woolwich was the 22nd of May. Yeah. I, I had to wake up uh, quite early in the afternoon on, on, on the day of um, Woolwich. Um, so, uh, you know, I tuned in my Facebook um, and, and there was all these posts about, you know, um, rest in peace to poor soldier and whatnot. And, and um, the, why, why do we accept these people? You know, and I thought, what the fuck is this all about? Like, so I looked into it and say so the news was still at, at that time. What was coming through? Um, from, from the news was that um, two terrorists had had um, sort of um, attacked and shot three people. Do you know that that, that was the, the the way that I interpreted it at this time. I say it was very early on. Yeah. Um, or, or should I say, two Muslim terrorists had attacked and shot these two people, and then it obviously changed to the. The, the, the three were included the two Muslim terrorists in, in inverted commas who mm. were um, shot and and this uh, this soldier who they beheaded and we had um, um, Theresa May uh, heading this um, this this calling this meeting of Cobra who up until that uh, that that point no one had ever heard of you know and, and Cobra sort of saying sounds impressive uh, yet kind of sinister important you know um david cameron who was over in france he was cutting his his trip short um uh, uh, ed Miliband, the, the, the shadow prime minister he was cutting his german trip short boris johnson was um uh, heading off to this meeting with theresa may and and they didn't even know he was a fucking soldier i don't you know that they had a rough idea that he was a soldier but he couldn't possibly have been identified at that time. I mean, just because, like, I, I, I suppose soldiers wear these dog tags, don't they? But but just because a soldier, uh, a person's got someone's dog tags on it, still doesn't make it that person. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So straight away, I thought that that was irresponsible of the, of the government to be sort of saying like, you know, um, th th this soldier uh, when they couldn't possibly know it was a soldier, and the MOD hadn't even. Con um, um, concurred that he was a soldier so that that that, that sort of straight away alerted my um uh, my, my suspicions shall we say and, and uh, as things became clearer you know it became uh, this soldier had been beheaded and and we was getting pictures sort of flashback and i'm looking for a fucking head yeah and i can't see a head and, and uh, you see the body in the road and you saw what his hood pulled up and that and you can't see no blood and you're thinking and then you see the car crash and, and you think, well, how can this be a terrorist attack? Surely, like, uh, th these two fellas have attacked this fellow. They must have, he must have owed them money or, or been messing around with one of their women or something. Uh, not not a terrorist, certainly not a terrorist attack. And, and say at the time, the video hadn't been released and whatnot. And, and we, we, we got all this, the Queen's been. I thought, what the fuck's the Queen being informed for? Like, do you know yeah, she informed yeah. of every murder that goes on in the country? And as the um, the details began to unfold, Facebook took on a very um, sinister quality, and I was reading some of the most disgusting comments 
that I've ever read in my life, like kill the fucking black bastards, you know, kill the packing. There was one um, on, on Twitter, one, one woman who said we should go into their go into their schools and blind their children. Now, John, for a woman to say that, uh, you know, I, I'd have been outraged if, if a man had said it, but yeah. for a woman to say, go into their schools and blind their children, and what, what the fuck is that? And some of these comments were from people that I've known 10, 20, 30 years, you know, and I was so incensed by them that I wrote a status saying, what the fuck is the matter with you fucking lot? Do you know what I mean? You're, you, you're being mugged off here. It, it, it's plain to see you're being fucking mugged off. And, and you're turning on, on people who have done nothing, you know? Yeah. Uh, and I was very, very critical. And I, I don't know. I don't know how he got started, but it, it ended up with 900 Muslims adding me. Right. Now, Every one of these uh, Muslims, and, and anyone who knows of my work will know that um, I, I tend to be a bit um, uh, sarcastic and I swear a lot and um, and, and whatnot. Um, but every one of these Muslims that added me said, hello, thanks for the ad, which is a lot more than, uh, shall we say, Westerners do. Yeah. You know, I mean, I've got people on my Facebook, they'll add me. Uh, and I still haven't speak, spoke to him, and they've been on there three or four years, do you know? Yeah. Um, everyone said hello. Everyone thanked me for what I'd said. Um, some of the women was very, very flirty. Uh, none of them said about, oh, you know, you know, uh, you, you, you write sort of good articles, but you want to stop that swearing. Um, and and they, they did just normal people like me and you, of course, um, John. Yeah. Do you know they they got the same hopes and, and fears for their children and whatnot. You know the same money worries, the same as as everyone else. Yet they're being um, uh, victimised, shall we say, by by the MSN and, and our government, who called this um, irresponsible act a terrorist act. Now, as far as I'm aware, the two fellows who who um, were responsible haven't even been charged under the Terrorism Act. That in itself is extremely interesting. It is, yeah. You know, uh, especially, I say, we're, we're after all the hype. Anyway, it turns out this soldier wasn't beheaded. Um, but, uh, and now the, the MSN, I knew that by the 23rd. The MSN would have known that at least by the 23rd. Uh, but on the 24th, the MSN or, or certain... Um, Certain papers from the MSN were still uh, reporting this Lee Rigby as being beheaded, which is um, uh, straight away it, it, it breaks the, uh, the the press regulations. You know, mm. uh, um, uh, now I, I, I'm having a documentary uh, made about me myself and the mum. Someone's making a documentary about me and my work with Woolwich, um, and, and and the plan was that um, we was going to go into a police station up in London. Up, up, in Woolwich and, and report because I have evidence, clear evidence, video evidence of um, two counts of uh, either a police officer, a plainclothes police officer or a, a member of the security services destroying evidence of a crime scene which carries seven years. Now, this is indisputable evidence, uh, John. You know, it's not um, just my interpretation of it. It mm. is indisputable. Uh, and I'll, I'll tell you why in, in, in a little while. But, uh, that, that, you know, this was the sort of plan to do this. 
and on top of that I was going to make a complaint, uh, a complaint to the press complaints um, uh, yeah, about particularly the Daily Mail who were still reporting on the 24th that Lee Rigby had beheaded, been beheaded when they must have known at the very, very latest, the morning of the 23rd, that he hadn't been beheaded because I knew then. Um, so uh, there, there could only be one reason that they were sort of um, reporting this soldier as being beheaded on the 24th and that was to cause racial discrimination, you know, inside racial hatred. That mm. is the only possible reason for them to be reporting um, Lee Rigby has been beheaded, which he certainly wasn't. Now, the, the same can be said about the government by calling, you know, calling it a terrorist act before they could possibly, possibly know that, um, pointing out he was a soldier before they could possibly, possibly know that. Um, and, and the only reason they could have been doing this was, was to incite racial hatred. Now, um, you, you'll also notice that um, a lot of people have put videos on YouTube and a lot of people have, have written about um, the incident, calling it, you know, a false flag and whatnot, and being very, very critical. The only people who have been pulled up are a bunch of Muslim students who, who made a, a YouTube documentary refuting it and saying, it, you know, it was a government false flag. So I say, you, you, you know, what, I mean, why, why haven't I had my ass dragged into court over it? Do you know, because I've been more vocal than uh, probably anyone on, on, on the subject, you know, yet um, they, they, they leave me alone. And, and on, on the other hand, I say you've, you've, you've got this, these Muslim students being dragged into court for making this video, just refuting uh, um, the, the official version, you know. So straight away, you've got, you got, because they're Muslims. And as we know, we, the government want you to think Muslims are bad. Why do they want you to think Muslims are bad? Well, you've only got to look at Syria to, to realise and, and, and Iran and whatnot to uh, know why they want you to think that Muslims are bad. I mean, the Daily Mail was, was doing some disgusting uh, little tactics there. They, you know, they, they had pictures of these people giving uh, floral tributes to the police to, to you know, to put in this, this area um for lee rigby you know mm. and they had um a, a sikh giving over some flowers to a picture a photograph of a sikh giving over some flowers to uh, a policeman and the caption on the photo was um a sikh hands over some flowers to a policeman now anyone who knows anything um can tell who a sikh is just by a photograph yeah um, you know, for those who don't know, and, and why don't you know, a Sikh wears a turban, whereas a Muslim doesn't. Yeah. But the only reason they, they possible, so the only possible reason for them to um, put a Sikh hands over a floral tribute was to make uh, the, the difference known to people who, who might otherwise have sort of bandied um the, the the two groups together do you know um so so the message being sikhs are good muslims are bad uh and i, I say it's, it's little tricks like this that um uh people don't pick up on but it still registers in their brains do you know and um uh, I, I said I, I think it was absolutely disgusting um full start I, I had one fellow and i felt so sorry for the young fellow. he was only 17 he was at college uh, and he, he, he said, hello, Chris, well, thanks for adding me and all that. He says, um, 
my, I'm, I'm at a college and I'm thinking of giving it up. I, he said, everyone's looking at me like they want to rip my fucking head off. Now, we're the best in the world. It's not this young kid's fault that the, the, even if they was extremist terror, terrorists, which they wasn't, even if they was, it, it, it's not the other fucking, uh, I, I think it was something like two million um, Muslims in this country. It, it's not their fucking fault. They didn't do the act, you know, and, and they've, um, they, they, they've come out. The, the Muslim communities, Muslim leader, community leaders have come out and, and, and condemned this action. Yet still we get these, um, everybody wanting to kill these Muslims and blind their children and what fucking not, you know, kick them out and all that. And it's all because of the MSN manipulation and the government agenda to um, keep us divided, um, Muslims are, are bad, they want to rape our young girls and, and um, steal our jobs and they hate us and, and they hate our flag and all we stand for and they come over here and take the fucking piss and all that and, and it, it, people believe it John, do you know what I mean? They believe it and that annoys me fucking greatly mate, they're, 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 they're so stupid, they think they're so switched on and so smart and so savvy and they know fuck all about fuck all, do you know? And, and it, it, I, I just want to shake these people. I can't even get angry at the government or the papers for um, spouting this shit, you know? Um, I, I blame the public for being so fucking gullible and so close-minded and naive and so quick to hate. Um, they're, they're, they're the ones, you know, you know, the government will only get away with what we allow them to get away with. Yes. At yeah. the moment, we're, we're, we're allowing them to get away with murder, mate. And, and the fact that people can't see what is uh, blatantly obvious to me, um, it, it just sickens to me. Uh, in fact, I've, I've put three articles on the site this morning. If anyone wants to have a look, www.chrisspivey.co.uk. Um, all three are based on uh, MSN articles. And I tell them the fucking bits, to be honest with you, mate. Uh, and, and because the, the bullshit and, and, and um, hypocrisy and downright lies is blatant. Is blatant. And, and I think, why can't people see? Why can't I can see it? I, you know, I don't. I don't rank myself over anything special. Do you know, I'm just you, you, you know an, an average Joe. Um, or, or I can write a bit, and I, I, I have a certain style that appeals to. Um, not everyone, but a, a, a certain a certain kind of person, do you know. Yeah. And um, uh, but apart from that, I, I, I'm I'm just like anybody else, do you know. I'm I'm not overly brainy. I, I don't spend my time watching the X Factor on TV and and whatnot. I spend my time reading and researching and writing. But um, I, I wouldn't call myself. Um, you know, something, someone super special who, who, I mean, people say to me, oh, you're so clever, you're so clever. I wish I, 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 wish I knew what you knew and, and I don't know how, how you know all this. And it's fucking easy. You, you see it, you turn your telly off, you find something you're interested in, you start reading. And it's as simple as that. And anybody could do it. So I say, I, I don't, I, I, I can only judge people by my standards and I don't find myself anything special. So if I can see this bullshit and, and, and see through this tissue of lies and it is blatant, I mean, it's not even obscure, John. It's blatant, you know, and if I can see it, 
I don't see why everybody else can't see it. And, and that fucking annoys me. Yeah, that's a huge source of frustration for me also because so much of it that previously, for example, a false flag attack or whatever, has previously been hidden and so covert. The, the, the powers that be are, are those who are perpetrating these, these heinous acts. They're not even making a half-hearted attempt to hide what's going on anymore because they're so confident and I suppose so egotistical are blind to the fact that people have thinking brains but they're also safe in the knowledge that so many people are distracted by whatever they're distracted by so be it a complete obsession with sport or fashion beauty celebrity culture x-factor whatever it might be people are so their, their lives and the the, the the information that they now choose to access freely and I don't buy the excuse that they're well we can only access what's given to us so if X Factor is on the TV I'm going to watch X Factor because there's a little thing called the internet and people are free to choose whatever they want for the moment on that to to a large degree so I think when people say that um, the X Factor it's a bit of light entertainment fine it's a bit of light entertainment I've no truck with anybody who decides to watch the X Factor for an hour a week however everything in motivation John isn't it you know Exactly. Life. Exactly. I mean, I'm I'm somebody who likes um, likes football, uh, but it doesn't consume my life, and my mood isn't affected for a week by how my favorite team does or whatever it might be. You know, and yeah. I, as you say, everything in moderation. But so many people, for whatever reason, and I think it's because they're bombarded with the sales pitch from birth at this stage. They, they just don't see it that way and they have to consume, consume, consume and all they're consuming is that that's readily disposable and easy to access. That that's pushed into their faces and down their throats by the mainstream media and, and whatnot. And I think it's very difficult for somebody like you or me who are, let's say, a little bit, uh, a little bit more versed in what's going on outside of that paradigm to relate then to people who won't accept it or who don't want to know the information and they'll point blank refuse it and attack it without having any kind of evidence for being able to back up their own argument. That's a tough one to take. This this is, this is it happened to me quite recently actually on my Facebook. Now, I have, uh, like I've just said, I, I, I have evidence of, of uh, two crimes being committed at Woolwich that, that carry seven-year prison sentences each. Mm. And I am so... Um, confident in in uh, the evidence that I have of these two crimes, that I'm prepared to walk into a London police station and report the crimes. Okay, now the evidence is indisputable, um, uh, John. It is absolutely in because it's on video. The worst thing, the worst thing that the Daily uh, the Daily Mirror ever did was. Um, or, or, or the government, I suppose the government agreed that the Daily Mirror could release the, um, the video of the shooting because um, to someone like me who's a little bit eagle-eyed and whatnot and, and who won't just sort of watch it and, and, and concentrate on the main action, I'll concentrate on what's going on in background, um, is the worst thing that they could have ever done because, um, because of this Daily Mirror video. Um, which uh, in, in turn ha has led me to be able to reference off the other videos. Mm. I have, I say, indisputable evidence. Now, this is on um, <clears throat> uh, all, all on, on my site. Uh, now, a couple of weeks ago, a month ago, whatever, um, I had this, um, this, this young lady who's on, been on my site for a long, long time. She originally added me because of tattoos. And I... I um, so, someone left a um, posted something on my wall about Lee Rigby, and um, I 
commented on it, answered it. And she commented on my comment saying, like, I think you're so disrespectful and rude, Chris, you know? And I, I don't know, fair enough, that's everyone is entitled to their opinion. So I said, why do you think that? So she said, uh, yeah, you know, um, you, you think the government are responsible for everything. Everything that's bad in the world, you think the government is responsible for. I said, that's more or less right. Yeah, you, you know, you're probably right there. She said, but you're being disrespectful to Lee's family, um, to the British Army and, and, and whatnot. So I said, well, I don't know how you can say that. I said, I think they're being disrespectful to me by expecting me to believe this fairy tale. I said, um, you, you know, tell me what you don't agree with in, in, in what I've written. She said, I haven't read it. So I said, well, how the fuck, if you haven't read it, how can you say it's shit, do you know? So I said, go away, Nick, have a little read of it, then come back to me and call me a cunt. Yeah. No, I'm not going to read it, I'm not going to read it. Do you know, so if people point blank refuse to read what is going to... Uh, prove beyond any reasonable doubt um, that the Woolwich, in the case of Woolwich, uh, was indisputably carried out by um, uh, members of, of the security services. If they point blank refuse to go and look at the evidence, what can you do? But this is the mindset that, that, that we're up against. Um, if, if I get a sudden influx uh, on, on the site of readers from somewhere, you know, I, I don't know if you know, but on, on, when you've got a website, you can tell where your, your traffic's coming from. Yeah. So sometimes I'll go and investigate if I have a large number come from one site. Quite often they're forums, and, and one of my articles has been put up. And um, this was in the case of the Boston bombing, uh, an article I've done on that. And uh, I looked at these comments on, on, on this forum, and I, I, won't, I won't say I wasn't offended. Um, I, I'll say I, I, unbelievable because people were saying, you know, you know this man's a madman talking about me, you know, and, and they're saying, you know, why, why do we let people like this walk about and that? Do you know, obviously uh, off his head and whatnot. Um, probably a drug addict. Oh, no, no, he's probably a 17-year-old kid who sits in his bedroom making these things up. Do you know, and I'm thinking, fucking hell. You've got clear photograph evidence of, of, of a, false form, a false flag. Do you know, like you just said, they don't even fucking try anymore on, on these false flags. They're, they're, they're so badly put together, they're, they're, they're easy to take apart. And and I don't know whether people just don't read what, what, what I've written or what others have written or or whether um, they, they, they just can't take the information in i did i did read somewhere uh that we have an inbuilt um kind of um safety valve you know in our heads uh, you know built into our our, our brains on what our, our genetic makeup that um uh, that won't allow you to go out of your comfort zone you know if something's too horrific to face um then then you, you, your brain just simply rejects it this, this is um, this isn't you know just Joe Bloggs make this, this is um, um, doctors and whatnot who, who say about this this kind of mechanism. Even as a name, but I'm not even going to try and pronounce it. Um, now, to me, that sounds like bollocks, bullshit. Because I, 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 if someone says to me something and they show me something to prove it, I'm going to believe that. 
Mm. Um, and I can't understand why other people can't do the same. I say because I can only take people by um, my own marks, you know. Uh, I am the benchmark for everybody else. I don't expect everybody to to be as clever as me, but I don't expect that I'm as clever as everybody else. You know, yeah. so I take myself as a benchmark. So, if 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 someone says to me, "Yeah, the, uh, our government's killed," um, uh, in in the case of nine eleven, three thousand, whatever. Although it wasn't that amount, it was nowhere near that amount. But you know, you know, uh, if someone says to me, "The government's did it," and this is how the government did it. I'm not going to be so horrified that I can't accept it, do you know? But there are people who you can put any amount of evidence you like in front of them and they are not going to believe it. They just, I don't want to know, you're talking shit, you're talking shit. Why am I? Because you're talking shit, you know? And, uh, well, I, I can't understand it, but it apparently it is, uh, it, it is a real condition that um, you, this kicks in and, and it won't let you... Um, uh, won't let you believe what you would be too horrified to believe, you know? Yeah. And um, obviously when, uh, like you asked me the question earlier, do you know, when, when, when I realised that things um, were far from what they should be, um, you, you know, how, how I reacted, and I say, oh, I, I just told well, yeah, it made perfect sense to me. But um, I, I can't understand, you know, um, even if something's um, so horrific that you, you've got to face it, and, and by uh, realizing that your government will kill you with, you know, uh, uh, the drop of a hat, uh, which I don't find particularly horrifying, it makes perfect sense to me. But um, it, you know, you've then got to face everything that that you took um, for granted, and. Oops, uh, well, I say this condition doesn't allow you to, but I can't understand it myself. I say because I'm, I'm, I'm open to anything, you know. Um, some something you, know, you hear something. I'm quite a good bullshit meter, really, John. Yeah. Uh, I have the ability to look at things and, and straight away know whether I'm being sold a crock of shit or whatnot, you know. Mm -hmm. And um, um, so, if if someone tells me something. And, and, and they show me something, and I'm either going to believe it or I'm not going to believe it. Um, but if they show me something that goes even against everything that I believe in, I'm not going to be so horrified that I don't want to accept that, you know? I'm going to accept that and, and act on that information accordingly, you know? Yeah, and I think it's uh, a lot of it's down to a flexible mindset. I think when people are so rigidly steadfast in their beliefs and they attach themselves to the beliefs, which quite often aren't their own, they're those peddled by the mainstream media and whatever media outlets that they access yeah. their information from. I think it's very difficult for them then to break free from that and anything that they perceive as a potential threat, the alarm bells go off and they reject outright without ever examining the actual information. I just can't understand that, you know. Um, it must be right because obviously the majority of the world won't accept the uh, what, what, what is obvious. But I just I can't get my head around it because it doesn't happen to me, you know. Yeah. But no matter how horrifying something is, I can still accept it as truth, you know, if, if the proof is there. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it, it, it doesn't matter what, you know, I, I can accept that we're being poisoned via our water supply. I can accept that we're being sprayed, um, you know, from aeroplanes. Uh, I can ex I, I can accept that, you know, we're being fed foods that's going to give us cancer. Um, I can accept that our politicians are robbing us blind. I can accept that the royal family are all paedophiles. I can 
accept that um, the majority of the 650 MPs in Parliament are all paedophiles. Do you know the paedophilia is what holds um, the glue that holds them together? I can accept that because it makes sense. Well, let's, let's, let's talk, Chris, for a second about paedophilia. It's not a topic that people necessarily want to touch on a lot. It's, it's ignored, it's brushed under the carpet. But there is a lot of information starting, even through the mainstream media, the, the little bits and pieces that are coming out lately about people in the public eye. Um, I mean, I, I look at that and you see celebrity A, B, C or D or Jimmy Savile, whoever it might be being mentioned all the time. To me, there seems to be a kind of a smoke screen. It has to go deeper than that. And we look at, say, the Mark Dutrault case in Belgium and what's going on in Scotland with uh, people like Holly Grieg. And th- there's a lot going on that we're not hearing about. You've done extensive research into this. Let's talk about it for a little second, as, com- as uncomfortable as it may be for some people. Yeah, but, but, but the, the truth often is uncomfortable, John, isn't it? And, exactly. and it's no good like, pretending that it doesn't exist or burying your head in the sand or, or, or saying, no, I don't believe it. I, you know, I don't want to believe it. No, that, that's no good. That, that's not going to change anything. I agree. You, you've, got to con- you've got to confront these subjects. And, and yes, it is uncomfortable. Um, yes, it does make for unpleasant reading. But, you know, I, I, I did a major article, a very successful article, um, called um, Parliamentary Paedophiles, which was um, uh, an in-depth investigation into our politicians, past and present, um, who, who uh, are paedophiles. And I put um, some photographs to accompany, accompany this, um, this article, and they was... Um, photographs of, of young boys who were tied up and fully clothed and whatnot but the, the obvious implication was there now the, these these wasn't uh, mock photos these were real photos you know and instead of being horrified by the information that uh, i was giving out and and, and and the proof to back up the, this information people were saying how can you put photos like that on there you know, mm. uh, that, we don't need to see that. We don't. Well, I beg to differ. You do fucking need to see it, mate. Because it, 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 if you um, candy coat everything, then then nothing is ever going to change. You need to see the hard fucking facts. You need to see that, that, that these little boys and whatnot are tied up before being raped. Then you know, then they, they spend their the hours when they're not being raped tied up and whatnot. And you need to accept that there's fucking government officials who are fucking doing this. You know, and and and. Uh, there's like 150 between 100 and 150,000 children go missing alone in this country. Uh, a lot of them are found. A lot of them aren't. Now they must go somewhere, and and if they're not here, they must be dead. Do you know? Mm. And th- th- this is what these people are doing. I mean, I mean Edward Heath and Torius, uh, take, taking kids out of um, children's homes and whatnot. Um, some of them from the um, uh, from Ireland. Um, you, you know, taking them out on the yacht. And, and they never returned, you know. And but people won't believe it. They don't want to believe it. Um, but yet the evidence is there. You just need to scratch the surface, uh, and you very quickly realise that paedophilia and Satanism is what holds these people together. It's the glue. The whole. It's the dirty secret that holds them together. And the people behind these people, the the, the true power, 
um, because uh, our politicians are, are just um, they're, they're puppets, they're, they're front men. I mean, um, pe people really think that, that David Cameron runs the country or whatnot. Well, David Cameron is just a fucking actor. Um, he has people, um, you, you know, uh, sorting things out, writing his speeches, telling him what to say. Um, and, and, and they have a very, very easy job, um, which they get paid very, very well for. Um, just, just to read their lines. I mean, I mean, you don't think that George Osborne sits there fucking working out the fucking finances. They, they have civil servants to do it for them, you know. Mm. He just provides the the, the the final number. And this is why politicians have so much spare time. I mean, uh, take Boris Johnson when when he was the uh, MP for Henley. He was the editor of um, um, Spectator uh, magazine. And you know, so how can you be a fucking editor? And a politician at the same time. Well, I say the simple answer is that they're just there to give the um, the, the final numbers and, and to clarify for people. So they're just actors. That's all they are. Now they're put into this position, uh, you know, these high-powered positions, because they're earmarked very early on with things like in America the, the Skull and Bones um, secret society. Uh, Halford and, and um, the the Bullingdon Boys Diners Club, um, Eton, you know, which Cameron and and, and um, Boris Johnson and whatnot all, all, all went through. Mm. And uh, at these places, things happen, um, uh, sex acts happen, and then they're later blackmailed. And um, in, in the case of William Hague uh, and, and Gordon Brown, and there's evidence for David Cameron, um, their wives are arranged for them. And what the wives are there for is to give, not just to give them the air of respectability, um, to, to keep them in line, do you know? Um, very often they'll be lesbians themselves. Now, the, the, the someone could say, um, William Hayes gay, but he's married. He got married to Fionn to um, give him an air of respectability. Why would he need the air of respectability? Being homosexual these days is, is not out of the ordinary at all, you know, and, and it's not taboo um, like, like it used to be in, in, in the 40s and 50s and whatnot, you know. Yeah, yeah. Where they couldn't be openly gay. Now, now they can be openly gay, but they hide it. Why do they hide it, you know? because it's not just homosexuality. They're fucking about with kids and everything. Uh, and, and I say, you, you've only got to scratch the evidence and the proof is there. You know, but say to people, go on my site, have a read of the articles. If you're a sceptic, all I would ask you to do is just read it with an open mind and then refute it. Don't don't say don't go into it and reading read thinking this is going to be bollocks. This is going to be bullshit. Do you know what I mean? This is going to be the advantage of a madman. Just read it with an open mind and and then comment. Um, I say because the the evidence is overwhelming, uh, totally overwhelming. Now, how can you have a, a paedophile running the country? Do you know, if if you had a paedophile live next door to you, you'd kick his fucking ass every time he stepped out the door. Yet we have paedophiles running the country. We have paedophiles infiltrated, big, big Hollywood stars who are paedophiles. You know, taking the case of Michael Jackson, no one wanted to believe that Michael Jackson was a paedophile. Um, 
everyone was still loving him and, and whatnot just because of who he was because of his celebrity and this is this is the, the power of celebrity and this is what people have to get over do you know i say because if michael jackson had just been uh mickey jackson next door exact same person just uh, not famous he had his head kicked in every time for for what he'd done and and his refusal not to sleep with kids just because people didn't like it or didn't agree with it you know he'd have had his fucking head kicked in every time he left the door because he's michael jackson they was worshiping him now i named ralph harris last october and i'd heard for a long long time i'd been hearing about ralph harris over uh, a, a large following from new zealand and australia and I'd been hearing all these stories about Rolf Harris anyway. Yeah. Uh, I named Rolf Harris uh, in October on uh, Facebook because someone asked me. And I didn't say Rolf Harris. I, I made it obvious who it was, shall we say. He was arrested in November, but um, uh, his name wasn't released, you know. Once again, I said it was Rolf Harris. Or he wasn't arrested in November, that's a lie. He was questioned in November. Right. Uh, but his name wasn't given, but I named him. And I got an awful lot of stick for that because he's Rolf Harris. And everyone loves Rolf Harris. He's, you know, the nice fellow with a beard who does the didgeridoo bit. And can you tell what it is yet? And all that bollocks, you know. Mm. And people were saying that, you know, he, he could he could be there as a witness, you know, even if it's Rolf Harris. And we don't believe it's Rolf Harris, but even if he was, he could be there as a witness. And I was saying, well, you know, if... if you're, you're being you, you, there's two ways you can be questioned uh, there's only one way you questioned as a witness and uh, it wasn't a way that Ralph Harris was being questioned so then when he was named and, and which, which kind of I said, I'm fucking told you so it, it was like well you're innocent until you're proven guilty in this country you know and I think well, what, what, what do you have to do to you know before you start accepting this if, if it wasn't Ralph Harris He'd have been kicked, getting his head kicked in long before, do you know. Mm. Um, you take the Muslim, all Muslims are fucking extremist uh, terrorists, you know, who want to um, rape our 14 year old girls, torture our 14 year old girls, take our jobs and whatnot. Um, where, where's the fucking evidence? And, and they're, they're quite gladly joining with that, but you tell them that Rolf Harris is a paedophile, they're not having it, okay? So uh, then when he, he was charged, it was still, well, he's innocent to proven guilty. Now, he, he did a concert after he'd been charged, uh, although it wasn't, he'd, he'd been charged, but he hadn't been charged in relation to uh, children. He'd been charged in relation to being a sex pest, you know, um, uh, a hand on the backside, a hand on the tick kind of uh, grown women, you know? Yeah. And I, I was still going on about it, but he, he did this fucking concert. And there was people clapping and cheering him in support and whatnot, you know. And, and I mean, what the fucking hell is the matter with you? What, do you have to actually fucking see him do the act before you, you'll start? Even if, 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 if you're slightly sceptical, you, you know, think something must be fucking wrong here. Why would the police be bringing this? You know, he's Ralph Harris, for fuck's sake. Why, why would the police be arresting him uh, after this time, you know, and charging him with, with, with something? Um, he's Rolf Harris, but no, they're not. They're, they're cheering him. So, oh, he's fucking innocent. Oh, Ralph, we love you. I hope they'll feel like a bunch of cunts for doing that. Now, now he's been charged with child sex offences. Now, I knew this. I say I knew. I, I first uh, mentioned it in October last year, but I knew this long before. And and 
I could accept it. Now, I like Rolf Harris. Well, I like Rolf Harris the same as anybody else, you know, he's painting. Um, I brought my, my daughter up since she was six months old and, and she had stuff on her face um, when, when she was young, um, which required us to go to Great Ormond Street Hospital um, uh, at once every two weeks, you know. And uh, the Great Ormond Street Hospital, there's these paintings, these big, big fucking paintings by Rolf Harris, you know, and paintings and all that, which he's donated all signed by, must be worth fucking thousands and thousands of pounds. And I'm, I'm you know, well, explaining to my daughter, she got a little bit older, who Rolf Harris was and all that. And, and I love Rolf Harris the same as the next man. But when I heard that he was a fucking sex pest, I didn't think, no, he's not. No, he's not. And, you, you know, I read what I was being told. And these were people like, you know, who, who used to work for the, uh, the big studios in Australia and whatnot, mm. who was telling me. And uh, at this stage, uh, there wasn't children being men, you know, it was just, uh, you know, no, no makeup artists would go near him on their own and whatnot, because he'd have his hands all over them, you know. And I could accept it straight away, you know. And, and the more you think about it, then the, the more it rings true. And I say, the, the, when you're getting sort of unconnected reports coming in, you don't think, well, no, these people are talking bullshit, you know, and they're all fucking off their heads, they're all like tin hat wearers, you know, seeing things, they've got it in for them or whatnot. You, it, the, as, as you get more um, different sources telling you these things, uh, you know, unconnected sources, you don't, you don't sort of give the benefit of day. You think, well, all these people can't be fucking lying. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? They, they, they have credible stories. Um, it's Rolf Harris who's fucking lying, and there you are. Now, what's the connection? Well, Rolf Harris, very well in with the Queen. How many people do you know who gets painted the Queen? Not fucking many. Rolf Harris does. Uh, that, that means he's very well in there. Uh, I mean, he's not known for his um, his um, portraits and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, he's known, you know, for his cartoons and his big uh, decorators brush and can you think what it is yet? Do you know? So I had no trouble, but people won't accept it because it's this cult of celebrity. I say anyone else, if if it'd been Rolf Harris next door, uh, never been on TV in his life, and well, he's got a fucking beard. I knew the same one with that cunt, you know. But because he, he's Rolf Harris, Teddy Star, no, he's innocent. He's innocent. All these people are fucking lying. They've all got it in for him, do you know. And I, I can't understand. I cannot understand that at all, John. And this is what annoys me so much. I say I can't get annoyed with the politicians for being paedophiles. I can't get annoyed with the politicians for ripping us off left, right and centre uh, and, and being fucking greedy bastards. You know, we pay their TV fucking licences, have their gardens done. We even pay for their fucking porn if they can get away with it. Do you know? And, uh, well, well there's, there's people in this country um, can't afford to feed their children, do you know? And, and, and these kinds of living in their fucking second houses, paying their TV license and paying the fight fucking... I can't get annoyed with them. I get annoyed with the people, John, because yeah. it is so blatantly obvious um, that, uh, like you said, they don't even try to hide it now, boy. They make no no bones about it. I mean, we had William Hague in the paper the other fucking day talking about his 200-pound bottles of fucking wine that he's choosing, like, and billing us for and all that. And, and well, he deserves it. He's a politician. He works hard. Does he fuck work hard? Do you know what I mean? And and I say so. I can't get annoyed with the politicians or, or the royal family or 
um, even the cult of celebrity, you know, the Ralph Harris, I get annoyed with the people because the people just need a good fucking kick in there. They need a, you know, a good real dose of, of reality, but they, they just won't accept it. They prefer, I mean, what, what am I trying to, I, I, I'm not in this for fame and fortune. Done. I started writing, um, uh, I say, uh, you know, I put these long statuses on Facebook and then uh, I got a chance to write for the Sovereign Independent and um, I, I didn't go into it thinking oh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be as well known. I never had a fucking clue that I, I would be where I am today. Do you know what I mean? I'm as um, surprised as anybody. Yeah. Uh, asked for my website to be set up, that was set up for me. Uh, from someone who'd read my stuff and thought that, like, you know, I, I ought to write uh, just myself, write my own sort of column sort of thing. Uh, and in, in them, them, them early couple of months, and, you know, 30 or 40 people. I never, ever dreamed I'd be here now. So I'm, I'm, I'm not doing it for the fame. As for the fortune, you know, I don't get paid for what I do. Yeah, I've had to let my, uh, my, my um, relatively uh, successful tattoo business go because I don't have enough hours in the day to, to sort of keep up with a website, you know? Yeah. Uh, uh, and, and I believe that what I'm doing on the website is far more important than, than putting pretty pictures on people's skin. So I, I'm, I'm, I'm doing it because it, this, this people need to know. Um, and also um, for self-preservation because we, me and you know where this is heading, John. And, and I would imagine that the majority of your listeners know where all this is heading. Yeah. But um, there's the vast majority don't know where this is heading and they have to be educated because if they want to walk to their left, that, 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 that's fucking that's fair enough. But they're taking me with them and they're taking my family with them. And I've just got my young man he, he's over here just sort of waking up. <laughs> uh, but, you, know, you know, three months old uh, and I've got his future to think about. And, and I, people, are, I say, they're so fucking stupid. They, they annoy me. They, I love my kids. If anyone ever touched my fucking kids, I'll fucking kill them. I love them. I'd do anything for them. They think like loving your kids is making sure they got the fucking latest iPhone or, or a flat screen telly in the bedroom or, or whatnot. Never mind that, that you've you got fucking paedophiles running the country and the fucking kids going left, missing left, right and centre, you know, and we're all heading in, in, into debt slavery. Um, and, and, and a police state, and, and a lot of us aren't going to be around to even fucking see it because they're killing us. They take no fucking idea. What are you on about, you daft cunt? Do you know what I mean? And and this this mentality has to be changed, and this is why I, I do this day. I have no social life. I'm just every waking hour is writing, writing, writing. Now, I'm writing for a lot of people, so everything uh, that I write has to be right. Do you know, because um, there's they, they, people read my stuff and they love to pounce, and people love to pounce, and you make the slightest mistake and they're fucking on you. Mm. Now, I'm, I'm terrible with names, John. Do you know, I've got a terrible memory for names. Um, I'm all right because I've got you that you're John in the head, but if I thought you was Dave, <laughs> even if I see John Gibbons in front of me, I'd still be calling you Dave. Yeah. Because, do you know what I mean? So when, when I write things like um, um, when I was writing that parliamentary paedophiles, I had Tom Watson in my head as Watkins. Now, I knew it wasn't Watkins, but it was in my head as Watkins. Yeah. So, you know, and then I'd put like uh, Tom Watkins. 
you know. Uh, had a very public uh, row with Tom Watkins on Twitter, by the way, and tried to mug me off, made myself feel like a right twat. But, um, uh, and, and then people, he's not Watkins, he can't even get the fucking name right. You know, never mind that the information is there. So I have to be very, very careful uh, of, of everything that I put um, down that people are going to read because people are wanking the pounce, and that means everything has to be um, spot on and double checked and, and, and whatnot. And uh, I say that, that no one can take my what, what I put in their pieces because I spent hours and hours and hours researching it, you know. And um, I say, I, I, I never dreamed that I'd be where I am today. Um, there, there's no money in it. Um, I don't get paid, or I, yeah, I go get donations. I still tattoo um, every now and again to um, uh, to stop myself from going under. But um, you, you know, I could certainly have a lot, lot fucking easier life tattooing um, and, and, and you know, very comfortable life, less hours, um, and, and no aggravation. Yeah. And, and, Still, and still be told I'm fucking great. Do you know what I mean? People think, oh, you're only in it because you want people to tell you. Well, you man, I get a lot more people calling me a cunt than I get calling me fucking great, mate. I can tell you that. <laughs> but it's important, John. It is imp- I really believe it's important because I'm saying not, not only for the sake of, of um, uh, other children and whatnot in the country, I've got my own family who I care about and, and, and whatnot. And, and, and for that, I'm, I'm willing to risk everything to try and get another truth out there. That's why you can call me a cunt as much as you fucking like, mate. You can call me a mad cunt as much as you fucking like. Mm. Read my fucking work and still call me a mad cunt, but don't dispute the facts. So with regard to your work, it's more than a labour of love for you. It's about necessity. It's about the information that you think needs to get out there and, and does for, well, not just for your family, but for the public at large and in a broader sense, humanity at large. What's the end game? You mentioned that there, there are a lot of people out there who don't know where this is heading. So let's tell any new listeners who, who might not be wide to a lot of what's going on. Where is this heading, do you think, Chris? So I, I, I tell them to um, Google the Georgia Guidestones because it tells you the agenda there. Um, uh, yeah, and, and, and the agenda is that, um, uh, to... to uh, Different various uh, statistics get bandied about, but it, you know it's reckoned that somewhere between uh, eighty and ninety-five percent of the world's population has to go. Just so we can, you know, uh, the, the the other um, twenty to five percent uh, can be slaves. These these elites. Now, one um, percent of of um, the world's population own. Once again, statistics vary, but somewhere around 80% of the world, you know, just 1%, um, which is absolutely disgusting because I don't believe that anybody owns uh, anything as such in terms of land. I was having this conversation the other day um, with, with someone when we talked about the, the, the amount of land that the Queen owns. Well, who fucking sold it to her for her to own? Do you know what I mean? It, 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 it's, it's the planet Earth. It's all our planet. It's, it's, it's not their fucking planet. It's all our planets, you know, and we all have the right to live uh, the way we see fit as long as we're not uh, within common law. Now, anyone who doesn't know what common law is, obviously, needs to research it. But the end game is that, that, uh, that somewhere between 80 and uh, 95% of us are going to have to go. 
and they're achieving this very nicely via, um, say, fluoridation of water, um, cancer. In, in, in 1900, the, the cancer rate was one in 100. We're down to about one in one in every two and a half people now are affected by cancer. Yeah. Um, you know, chemtrails, uh, genetically modified foods and whatnot. Um, war, war is always a good way to get rid of people and uh, a money maker as well. And um, and this is the end game, and they're after taking every single piece of property or every position that you own and putting you into slavery. I mean, we're already slaves as such, John, as you know, you know, um, um, to, to a certain extent. Um, and, and, and we've given our freedom away. Which I find disgusting. Now, I've never held with the notion that um, um, uh, you, you know the terrorists are everywhere, and that. And I did an article on this the other day. And if you official finger, it figure is the chances of you being killed by a terrorist uh, in a terrorist attack are one in twenty million. Uh, you have like something like five five and a half thousand times more likely to be killed by a policeman than you are by a terrorist. Now that, that that says it all. Yeah, uh, we we the the only only budget that's been increased is the security budget. Now we're spending something like four billion pound a year on on security. Do you know, for this one in twenty million chance, you got to, to to put in perspective. I haven't got the figures in front of me, but you you got something like one in six hundred chance of. Um, being killed as a passenger in a car, or, or no, but even less than that. I mean, one in sixty, something like that, mm -hmm. being killed as a passenger in a car. But now we're spending four billion pound on car research, you know, and, and, and whatnot. Yet we have this one in one in twenty million chance of being killed by a terrorist bomb. Because terrorists don't exist. The only terrorists are in government. That's where the terrorists are. Um, uh, and, and, and we're spending billions and billions of pounds, and we're giving away our freedom. And people can't see they're giving away their freedom on fucking lies. Now, as, as we know, what 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 the, uh, the all, all the new anti-terrorist laws are coming after 9/11, and, and over here at 7/7, they're not about many bomber jackets. That they're about people like me and you. You know, the people who are trying to tell the truth and who are vilified for trying to tell the truth. You know, I'm I'm the good guy, but I'm I'm prepared. I'm portrayed as a black hat. You know, a fucking nut, um, out to cause trouble. Um, you know, and it wouldn't matter who was in government, I'd still be anti this and anti that. And then that's not fucking true at all. Yeah. I'm, I'm good guy, portrayed as the bad guy. Now, how that came about, I really don't fucking know. It's mental, but um, that that's not so much what bothers me. So what what bothers me is, is that people are giving away their freedoms and, and whatnot, and and they're having all these terrorist laws brought in, and it's not about men in bomber jackets uh, or, or bombs strapped around their waist. It's about people like me and you, the, the so-called homeland terrorists. So um, uh, at a time when it, when it, you know when it's needed, um, we can be pulled in and and held indefinitely without trial, without anybody knowing where we are. The chances are that that won't happen to me. I'm very, very closely monitored by the social, uh, and social, by the the, the uh, security services, and um, I, to the extent I don't even use a mobile phone anymore. And I've been told long enough now that that uh, um, 
I'm going to get bumped off. And I don't doubt it for a minute, John. But um, that doesn't bother me. That 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 doesn't scare me at all. I mean, I'm, I'm getting on a bit now anyway, and I have no social life because I'm on a computer all the fucking time. But um, you know, I'm I'm prepared for that. For if I can get the word out, and, and I, I can get people listening and, and people to see mm. what is happening. And, and uh, I've now attained that position. Um, I say with, with um, my website and whatnot, I never dreamed that I would be um, this well known and, and um, have the support that I have. And in a way, the support keeps me a little bit safe, do you know? Yeah. Uh, in fact, I, I imagine the government are, are quite worried about my heart because if I have a heart attack now, um, I'll, be, I'll become a conspiracy theory myself. So um, that, that keeps me a little bit safe, but I'm, I'm prepared for whatever is, is going to happen. And it doesn't bother me. It, it bothers me that people don't listen when I'm, I'm doing it for... Uh, what I believe the right reasons, you know, I'm not doing it for fame and fortune because if I was doing that, I'd be a lot better tattooing, uh, a lot better rough tattooing, you know. I never had the, the money problems that I have now when um, the, the big bags under my eyes where lack of sleep and whatnot, and, and um, the people waiting, just waiting to stab you in the back, you know, for the least little mistake. Um, you know, fame, fame really isn't cracked up what it's cracked up to be, John, and and um. I say, but I, I keep going because it's right. It's the right thing to do. Um, I, I'm doing it. I say, slightly selfish because of, of my daughter and, and my young grandson. You know, and and but I'm also because I, I do care about people. Um, not not so much. I, I mean, I, I've got no sympathy with a lot of people uh, taking people on my benchmark. But I realise there's people who aren't um, as, as clever as what I am, or who are struggling and, and, and fail to understand things and who are being victimised and picked on. And I hate bullies, John, do you know? I fucking hate bullies. Yeah. And, uh, I do it for these people as well, do you know? And, and as I say, so anyone who thinks I'm in this for the fucking, the, the, the fame, you've got to be fucking joking, mate. <laughs> you've got to be joking. And do you think, Chris, that people, since I suppose you became aware of what, what was going on over the last 10, 15 years, do you think that there is a kind of a, a shift in consciousness towards the truth or do you think people have become more entrenched in their beliefs or is there a big split occurring? Is there kind of a schism? What way do you look at that? It, it's very, very hard to say, isn't it? Because obviously, uh, the you, you know, I, I'm, I'm mainly writing for people who have already been converted. As I say, the same that people listening to that, to us now um, will, 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 you know, instantly know what we're talking about and that because because they're there. So when when, when you, that 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 kind of, per, of of person that mindset sort of drifts it to to us anyway. Do you know? Um, so it, it, it's really hard to say if there is any shift in, in consciousness. It's not happening quick enough. Because the the agenda is speeding up uh, um, a vital rate. I mean, just just last week we were fucking days away from being blown off the face of the fucking earth, John. Do you know? Yeah. Um, people have taken a step back since since the, uh, the the Cameron thing. Now, 
I did write about this as well because uh, I see a lot of people sort of slapping each other on the back, you know, saying, oh, people power done that. People, I don't believe for a minute that people power done that. Um, you, you know, there's a lot of political reasons why why um, Cameron didn't get a vote he wanted. Yeah. But uh, I don't, people power certainly wasn't one of it because they just don't give a fuck. They don't take into consideration what we say. They don't give a fuck about what, you know, what we think and whatnot. So they're not even careful uh, in their false flags. And and, and and so I don't know about shift, but certainly it's not happening quick enough. And even the people who think they're awake, a lot of them really aren't, really aren't. Give us the website again, Chris, before we tie things up so that people can check it out. www.chrisspivey.co.uk um, Just to... Going back on that a little bit, John. Um, do, do, do you know you say it's, it's all evidence source and whatnot? I still I get people on a regular basis calling me um, a thug. Well, I'm a tattooist, so obviously I've got a lot of tattoos. Uh, but but I get called you know a, a, a right wing thug. I'm a homophobe. I'm a racist. Do you know? And people will call me exactly the opposite of what I am. Mm, yeah, is provably. Um, what I am, and, and you think, well, how, how, do you know, how can I be called a racist when, when I put my neck on the line for, for you know, after the, the, the bullets, um, and, and, and I was calling people cunts who I've known for 30, been friends with for 30 years from school, do you know, and, and uh, doing it because they was writing these disgusting things about Muslims and, and, and uh, uh, well, not, not even Muslims really, just, just uh, the, the inverted commas packies, you know, yeah. um, and, and uh, had 900 uh, Muslim people add me on the strength of just that one status, you know, so for anyone to call me racist, it is, it, they haven't even read the first few fucking lines. Similarly, um, uh, when, when, when I was in a shop, uh, working in the shop there, I had the the, the South End on Sea. I had um, a, a big, big uh, customer base among the gays people. Now, if 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 I was homophobic, do, do you know that they they would have picked up on that straight away. Yeah. So me homophobic is ridiculous, but it's all done to discredit. All, all I ask people is is just have an open mind, read it, and then criticise me. Don't don't just because there's too much um, emphasis put on, on, on a person, how a person looks or how a person talks or what a person, the religion a person believes in or, or, or uh, what, what sex um, they sleep with. Do you know, that people have got to get over these things and, and, and realise it's what's inside that's important, you know. And all I ask is, is go on my site, read my articles, don't, don't, come to me and say, well, yeah, it's good, but um, you swear too much. Because, I don't, you know, there's thousands of thousands of people on the internet uh, writing about the same things as me and um, probably some even more talented writers than what I am. Um, but they're mediocre. I work to a certain audience. Like, like, I mean, if you take the mainstream media, um, the, the, the Sun won't be targeting the Times audience, do you know? Yeah. And, and, and we all have our target audience and, and what I do work. So go on my site. Uh, you, there's a lot of swear words on there. Um, but don't say to me, you swear too much because uh, I've heard it all before and I don't even entertain that crap. Just look at the information. 
the information is what is important. How it's written, I, I, I use swear word obviously for emphasis because it's easy to uh, emphasize if, if you call someone a cunt, you know exactly um, uh, that, that you don't like him rather than saying I don't like that plug very much, which has no uh, impact whatsoever. It's the information that is important. Read the information and then criticize me. And that's all I ask. I couldn't agree more. The information is key. I have the power. You have the power. We have the power. Chris Spivey, it's been great talking to you on Alchemy Radio. Keep, keep up the work that you're doing, and we will no doubt check in with you again in the future. Thanks for joining me. Thank you, John. Alchemy Radio. Alchemy Radio. Show.
this week's episode of Alchemy Radio. Remember, we rely on donations to keep things in our current free and advertising-free format and are so, so grateful for any help that you can offer. There's no fixed cost on your donations and every little helps. So, for example, if you can spare us even the price of a cup of coffee every month, it would go a long way towards keeping us afloat. Our donate button is on the website and your support and assistance is hugely appreciated. Thank you to AMS in Canada, Helen Snowden in the Netherlands, Donna Dillon in Australia and Nadia Twerdy and John Harrison in the UK for your recent help and support. Our next guests are Soren Dreyer and Ida Lawrence discussing The Way of the Warrior, a show I must say I'm really looking forward to. Until then, I have the power, you have the power, we have the power. Alchemy Radio. Alchemy Radio. Analyze. Alchemy Radio. Conceive. Alchemy Radio. Believe. Are you tuned in? Are you tuned in? Are you tuned in? Are you tuned in?